Good morning, church. We are here. <laughs> God's never late, amen? He's always perfectly on time. And I'll tell you what, we have good prayer back there. It's always good to continue in that, in that spirit and what the Lord is doing uh, today. So a couple of things just as we, as we begin. The Lord spoke a couple of things to me this morning, and I'll probably share a little bit about those all through the service. But one of the biggest ones is that the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And I was like, Lord, what exactly do you mean by the joy of the Lord is my strength? And he just began to reveal to me who he is, how good he is, his goodness, his faithfulness. And when we realize and begin to recognize how good he really is, how wonderful he is, how much he loves us, how much he cares for us, that we cannot help but to rise up in strength because he is our joy. And when we abide in him, his joy is on the inside and gives us strength. Strength to go through any storm that comes our way because he's on the inside. He's the unchangeable one. Who he is is unchangeable, is untouchable. So this morning during prayer, you know, there was prayer about um, about the, the storm on the water and the boat and the disciples in fear and Jesus calmed the wind and the waves. He's never frazzled. He was asleep on the boat. And my prayer was, Lord, I want to be asleep on the boat. You know, I want to have that peace. I want to have that calm that joy always and it's in him and it's for us and it's something we hold on to with both hands and we don't let go of by choice by setting our will to his will and he is our joy and he's unchangeable i love that he doesn't change doesn't matter what changes are going on in the world in the government anywhere he doesn't change well guys stand with me this morning we're going to worship amen we're going to worship the risen king king of kings and the lord of lords you remember peter could walk on water when his eyes were focused on what on jesus on him and him alone no matter the wind the waves the storm eyes focused on jesus he takes us through and we will not sink. And if we lose sight, he still catches us. He still grabs us. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He'll never let us drown. Amen? Amen. So let's say this together with me. We're doing, we're walking through Psalm 121. Uh, do we have verse 2 up there, Cole? Hold on, we're going to get verse 2 up there. We did this one last week. And it's actually, the, the verse 2 is a follow-on from this one. It says, I will lift my eyes up to the hills from whence my help comes from. So let's say this together, because where does our help come from? One, two, three. My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Father, we worship you this morning. Our help is, comes from you, is only from you. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's worship.
grave You free every captive And break every chain Oh God You have done great things We dance in your freedom Awake and alive Oh Jesus, our Savior Your name lifted high Oh God You have done great
ago I was we were in our house and we're doing what we do and um, these things begin to pile up somewhere in me things that weren't getting done as they ought to be done or things just began to pile up including the laundry that was one of the things and I begin to feel a shift in me and not a good one and I was walking behind him and we were talking and it's like God, he invaded, the Lord invaded. He came and he, he spoke to me so clearly. And he said, wind and waves, baby girl, wind and waves. And I literally just stopped. And I looked at him and was like, oh my goodness. And in that moment, so if the Lord ever speaks to your heart, then you, I mean, you know what it's like. So he says something, but he, he gives, what he tells you is so big. Like, it's more than just the obvious. It's so broad. Like if I was going to write it down, it would take thousands of words and it would never even come close to kind of doing it justice. But I always, the wind and waves to me always represented like the big trials of life. Like, you know, what's, what's happening in our country or, um, you know, a, a crisis in a marriage. And in that moment, 
what the Lord was speaking to me was, you know, the wind and the waves are those things that take your eyes off Jesus. They're the things that take you under. You begin to sink quickly. For me, that's the everyday things. When Eva was choking on an apple, I wasn't confused about what to do. I went right to the Lord. I told the devil, take your hands off that child. You have no right and no place. You'll live and not die. And that's the end of it. And praise God, that was the end of it. Apple came out. She's 11 years old. And I just hugged her the other day, uh, sorry, the other day and said, I'm so thankful that you're here. When our marriage has struggled, I wasn't confused about what to do. Get on my knees and seek God. But when the laundry's piling up, I don't get on my knees. I get in the laundry room. Or when I start getting worried about how I'm educating my kids or how well they're doing, or I start getting upset about his stress level, well, you know, how can I help him? Or what? I don't always, it's not always apparent that my eyes are coming off of Jesus, you know? And in that one moment, wind and waves, girl, wind and waves, he took all of those everyday things and he put them in their place. It's the little things. It's actually, it's the little things that sink the boat. It's the little things. So I love Psalm 121, and I know we're reading it just verse by verse, but can I borrow your Bible? Can I just read through that? The title is God, the help of those who seek him. Are we a people who will seek him? Yes. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Guys, we're going to take communion together as a church family. We're going to come up, and there's three tables here in the sanctuary. If you're in these <clears throat> towards the front, just come to these front tables. You're towards the back, go to the back table, and then just circle back to your seat. It's two cups, so just pick both of them up at the same time. The top one has the juice. The bottom one has the cracker. But I'm just overwhelmed this morning of what he did for me. I'm just overwhelmed this morning of what he did for me. We can't ever lose sight of that. We can never lose sight of what he's done for us. He paid it all. He paid it all. The ultimate price. Laying down his life for my sins. For mine. So that I could be with him forever did that for me. Are you kidding? He did that for you too. 
It says, for that God so loved the world. He so loved the world, each and every one of us, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. There's no perishing. We move from one life to another life. There's no end for us. There's no end for us. Eternity with Him. Because He paid it all. So we're going to take communion. If you grab your elements and go back to your seats, uh, we'll come back up here. We'll take it together as a church family. Okay? Come grab it. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness, for your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you, Lord, that today is the day of salvation, that you are with us today, you are for us today, and your word says that if you are for us, then who could be against us? Father, we know you are for us, for you sent your only begotten Son to pay the price for our sins and then to defeat death, to defeat the grave with resurrection power so that we may be with you forever and ever. Father, we thank you for that this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. The Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. We had given thanks, he broke it. He said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake. Thank you, Lord. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper 
saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us partake. Father, we worship you. We thank you. We give you all the honor and the praise and the glory. For you truly are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Stand with me as we continue to worship. The altar is open. I know some of you have already been doing business up here. I already did a little bit of business. But I just encourage you, take this moment, take this opportunity to just be in his presence. And bring everything you have to him to the altar and say, today is the day I lay it all down before him. Amen. Let's worship.
curtains arise Day and night, night and day Let incense arise Day and night, night and day Let incense arise Day and night, night and day Let incense arise Day and night, night and day Let incense arise
Father, we just pray today in the name of Jesus. More of you in our lives. Father, for clarity, for wisdom, for direction. Father, you are leading, you are guiding, and you are directing. You are worthy of it all. Father, we lift up each person who is on their knees up here this morning. You will supernaturally invade their life. You would invade their life. And bring them such clarity and peace and hope and joy that can only come from you. Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, you are moving and you are working. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. did this once before and I can't get it out of my head, which means I'm going to make us do it again. <laughs> I want to sing the chorus and I want the men just to sing it first. Andy, maybe you could help lead. I don't know if your mic's on or not, but because you don't want me to lead that. <laughs> and then when the men are done, I'd like the women to sing. And women, I hear your voices always so loud and clear. But men, this is a challenge for you this morning. Men, this is a challenge for you this morning. Are you willing to raise your voice up to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? No matter what your voice sounds like, no matter who's standing next to you, no matter who's sitting next to you, men, will you stand up this morning and be men of God and call out his name and tell him that he is worthy of it all. Can we do that this morning? And then women, you can follow right behind us after we're done doing our thing. And then we'll sing it one more time together, all of us together. Can we do that? Can we do that? Okay.
worthy of it all. Just go ahead and keep worshiping him for another minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. church, just begin to sing a song to him, a song that rises up out of your heart this morning, come on, let's worship him today, come on.
is, is a word from the Lord this morning that Melody's going to share with us. I always believe this confirmation, so I know when there's someone who has something and she came up to me and I knew it was her, so share what you have. Just close your eyes and lift your hands. Let's close our eyes and lift our hands. You see, we're in the presence of God. And not only is there fullness of joy in the presence of God, but there's freedom. Every person here today needs this message. There is freedom. You are not limited. The limitless God is in you. He is not limited by your physical body, by your age, your financial situation, your job or lack of job, your family dynamic. He is unlimited. His power is creative and spectacular and the same spirit that raised Jesus dead body from the grave lives in you and when that becomes a reality when you accept that when you humble yourself before him he fills you completely and does not leave then you will be the believer who is a light to the world, who lives in continual, constant freedom. There is an anointing for freedom here because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And you will know, the Savior said, the truth. You'll know it experientially, and the truth will set you free. If you have been struggling with depression and anxiety, with despondency and fear, with confusion, and everything that Satan has set against you to keep you from being the light, to bind you up and say you are not enough, when those lies have come to your head, have you resisted them with the name of Jesus? Let me say today is your day. The 17th, I think it is, the 17th or something like that, of January 2021, a year of sweeping changes. Mark my words, this is a year of sweeping changes, not just in the natural, but in the spiritual realm. If you want to be a part of that and you've been dragging the past with you and you've been holding on to the lies that say, I'm unworthy, I am not enough, then come to the front and get free. Because God doesn't want you to drag 2020 into 2021. This is the year of great change. This is your year. This is the year of the church. 
This is the year, says the Spirit of God, where my people will either rise or fall. They will either be with me or against me. They will either look like me or they will look like the world. This is the year where the Spirit of God is calling, moving upon the deep calling deep unto deep, those who would come apart, those who would be the light of the world. You cannot, you cannot represent the kingdom of God with one foot in the world. Choose this day who you will serve. Will you be full of the spirit of God or will you act like those around you? For you are the only demonstration of the power of God on the earth right now. You beg and say, Father, move, move, do something, do something. And he says, I already did. It's in you. Be the light. Be the church. Be the power of God demonstrated. This altar should be full. There is a there's freedom. There's freedom. And the opposite of that is an arrogance that says, oh, I'm fine. And hides and isn't authentic or broken. Father, we worship you. We worship you this morning. We honor you. We magnify the name of Jesus. You are worthy of all praise. You are worthy of all adoration. You are worthy of everything that we have. We lay it at your feet this morning. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. May I have the leadership team of this church? You are worthy, Lord. The leadership team. That's you. That's you. That's you, Paul. That's you, Chris, to come and stand with Pastor. That's you, Rich. Anyone else? Don? Tim? Kyle? Yes, you. Uh-huh, Chet, Jane, right up here in the front. Chet and Jane. This church was planted by a vision from the Lord, by a directive to build a great church. But the great church is not the building. It's us. Isn't it? It's us. We're the church. We're the church. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. This church is not done. It's just begun. It's just begun. Give me four chords, Jacob. D, A minor 7, C and G. I want you to say this. I receive. Now I want you to be quiet and begin to pull on what God has for you like a sponge from under the sink that was in the back and God is saying I'm going to fill you up and you're going to Corey come forward you're going to overflow Chris Schrader come forward Renee 
Oh my God, we've been trying to do our lives in our own strength and power. And God says, stop it. He says, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Dad, Mike, Becky, Becky Stravaggi. We have a commission from God to be the light. Yes, 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 you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And you were right. Yes, don't stop. But the word needs to be more grounded in you so that that which you sense in the spirit has a reserve to draw upon. You see, you, you knew that. Don't delay. There's more. You've been going in a direction that is not quite enough. You're like, this is, it's almost there. Okay, the word. Devour it. Devour it. Start in the book of John. Then go to Ephesians and Philippians, Colossians, read Paul. You got that. You knew God had something for you today, not just to minister, but to receive. Yes, so, Cheta, rich, you're in the wrong ministry. No, 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 you've been, you got one foot in the back, baby. Get your foot out of the back and over into the full. That's it. You already know what you're supposed to do, but you, your foot's been in the, get it out of the back, baby, or you can't move forward. Cheta, take your hand off of pastor. Take your hand off of pastor. In the name of Jesus, I would not do this if this man did not know me. I respect his authority. He's on my board of directors. I, 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 he's your pastor for this time. Right, Dan? I agree with Jason and Liz. I agree. I agree. Every need met. Every need met. Every need met for this church financially. No more debt. No more, no more millstone around the necks of the people of God. Let us, God, release us into the streets so we can be the church and do the work. We declare as a church together. We declare debt is eradicated. Who else needs that here? Put your hands up. Say it. Debt is eradicated. Debt is eradicated in my life. Debt is eradicated in my life. Debt is eradicated in my life. Dead is eradicated. There are people here today who have struggled with grief. If that's you, lift your hands and say this, I release it. I receive, Father, in the name of Jesus, the healing that I need. Grief is not wrong, but there'll be no stronghold of it because joy is here. Now there's a past grief. There's that past grief. Now that cannot taint the future. And today's the day it's done. We cut that off now. Okay. All right. Receive in the name of Jesus. I release the power of God upon you. Fresh and oh, a fresh of oh, a fresh anointing. Oh, and you will sing. Oh yeah, you will. Sing. There are going to be more songs based on the word of God coming out of your spirit. They're not going to be emotionally based anymore. They're going to come from the word of God. Speak in the spirit and then write. They don't come from here. They come born from the spirit of God. Every bit of grief, we break that in the name of Jesus. Every bit, yeah, oh, I know. 
I know. And grief, grief is not bad. But there'll be no stronghold. There'll be no stronghold. You will not minister out of the grief. You'll minister out of the spirit. And others will be delivered. And others will know. For in this day, I'm setting the two of you apart to do the work of the ministry to which I have called you. There is a fresh anointing upon you. There's a future for you. There is the will of God to be done. Do you do you know that? Oh my, you're, you are so intelligent. You figure everything out with that rational, logical mind. But you're going to see the spirit of God is going to flow through you. You're going to say things and my, your mind will say, where did that come from? And those who hear it, they'll say that was God. That was the spirit of God. Does that witness with you? There's a fresh anointing. There's a fresh anointing. Uncle Don, Uncle Don. of God where healing and freedom is. Do not deny that. Don't get all wrapped up in stuff. Submit the stuff to God and he'll bring people who will care for that. Kyle, you are called of God. Faithful servant. Faithful servant. Faithful servant. Not just to hold her up. Faithful servant. There are people God will bring across your path and you will say things that you said. Where did that come from? And then the spirit of God would say it came from me based on the word. Based on the word. This is just a stopping ground. You know that. The right time, right place. Put your hands up. I release the power of God upon you all. Fresh feeling for ministry. Unlike you've ever experienced. Oh, let's lift our hands before the Lord. Yet in that gift, that gift you're learning, no man has the right to squelch the gift of God. God desires, He requires obedience. you now. It's not just an anointing, but it's a gift. The clarity and the knowledge of what to say. Your words have weight, so weigh them before speaking. Our words have weight. Weigh them before speaking. The two of you have stood like Aaron and her with this young man. In the name of Jesus. Not just every need met, 
but the ministry gift you know is still on you all over you and it's going to expand don't limit it to one service it's going to expand and as it does as the spiritual expands so will the natural and all those things you prayed for are dependent upon an expansion in the spiritual the Lord has been speaking to me and reminding me of Daniel you know how Daniel went and fasted and prayed and nothing happened And some of you have said, nothing is happening. And I will tell you, like Daniel, get on your knees and fast and pray. Because the enemy has withstood the answer from coming. But God sent his angel and archangel and they defeated the enemy and the answers came. If you will persevere in prayer, the answer will come. Give me your hand. I don't know you. Okay. I bless you in the name of Jesus. There are things in your life that God wants to align. And he'll do it. Yes, in his time, but he'll do it when you submit to him and say, "Okay, show me what do I have to change in me? What's been in me that's hindered God from doing what he wants to do in me?" There's such joy ahead of you. Such joy, such joy. Such joy, such joy. Such joy, such joy. Such joy. Such joy, such joy. I don't know your name, but I sat behind you, and there's grief in your. Yeah, come here, come here. Let's lift our hands and say, I receive everything God has for me. Now, as you say that, be quiet and pull again. Soak in the power of God. I release the power of God upon you. There it is. I release. I release the power of God upon you. I release the power of God upon you. I release the power. now in Jesus, that, that just touched him. in the name of Jesus I release the power of God I release the power of God Holy Spirit be yourself among your people we receive we receive 
We receive. We receive. You said I'm not enough. That's a lie. You said I can't do it. That's a lie. You said it's over. That's a lie. That's a lie. Daniel. 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 Corey, fresh anointing. Fresh anointing, Corey. Fresh anointing, Corey. Hands way up, baby. Get your hands way up there. You remember that night in my living room, and you looked at me, you said, where did that come from? That was the Spirit of God. And it all over you, Rachel. Oh, my God, Rachel. It's just started, Rachel. It's just begun, Rachel. God's going to use everything that's in that magnificent brain of yours, Rachel. But God's going to supersede it with the Spirit. And you're going to lay hands on people, surreptitiously, of course. And, and they will be set free, Rachel. Ministry gives. Every believer is called to ministry. Every believer is called to ministry. Jesus said, you'll do my works and greater works than these will you do because I go into the Father and he left us here full of his spirit. One song. One song. Revelation song, Cole. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, holy, holy is he. Sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Jesus, Jesus, your name is power. 
thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. There was a point in the service where something broke. Amen. You felt that, right? Y'all felt that. Something broke. It was like the roof went off the place. That's right. And I felt the delight of the Father. I felt delight of the Father. He delights. He delights in his people. He delights in you. He delights in you. Thank you. He delights to pour out the power of himself into us in great measure to do the work of the ministry. Not into us. Into every single one right. of you. Thank Power. You. Calling. High calling. Not low calling. High calling. Beverly. The high calling of heaven. Not low calling. High calling. Praise you, Jesus. Madison, he delights in you. Girl, I don't get it either. I'm right there. I don't understand it sometimes, but he delights in you. He delights in me. He delights in you. up on the inside because of who you are. Because of those things that are uniquely you. And he says, you think you can't, flow? You think you can't? Flow. He's asking, does he live on the inside of you? Then you can Come on, guys. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for ministering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I had the sense this morning during my prayer time that worship was going to go a little longer today. <laughs> I didn't exactly know what that meant. And so thus, now we know what that meant. I love that word. I just want to repeat it again. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So, Father, we thank you for your moving and working and ministering to our lives, to our hearts. Thank you, Father, that you are moving and working in our families, 
in our church and in this community. And Father, we give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory for who you are. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Woo, praise God. God is good. I want to give them some instructions before they go, as they're going back We're to We're going to just dismiss into greeting time. Um, and I always like to remind everybody, this is a time to encourage one another. Use those words to encourage and lift one another up. If you are a child, toddler through sixth grade, head over to Kid Corner, and we've got the stuff for you for the rest of service. And offering buckets will be up here for offering. Yep. Um, if the, this is your first time at ECF, there's a connection card on the back of the chair. You can go ahead and use that to give us your information and connect in and then bring those up to the offering. That's, and that's it. All, yeah, all right. That's... Let's greet. All right, church. I'm sorry I'm breaking you up after a smaller amount of time. Good job, Noel. Where's Ruby Lou? Ruby Lou, get to your seat, girl. All right. A couple of announcements. Um, Youth Night and the Luciano Group are tonight. Uh, Youth Night starts at 6. There will be food, as always. Um, that's for grades 6 through 12. You can come on down. And then at the same time, the Luciano Group will be here in the sanctuary starting at 6.30 uh, for a time of teaching. So that's always a great time. So come on out to church tonight. There's lots going on. Uh, next, we have the January fast. There are booklets on the back table in the sanctuary right here um, called Abide, and it's a booklet of uh, scripture. So um, encourage you to pick one of those up for your fast. I don't know how y'all are doing. Um, we're doing pretty good in the Ackerman household. I felt so bad last night. I'm sitting in bed reading my book, and I keep a lot of chocolate in my nightstand. Not that any of you care about any of this, but anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm reading my book and I reach down and I get my dark chocolate covered pretzels from Christmas and I take out my three pretzels and I start and I, I, I put the bag over and I was like, oh, do you want some? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm fasting and haven't eaten since lunch. So um, no, thank you. And I was like, oh, so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I felt bad about that. Um, so I'm praying that your fast is going well and that your wife isn't tempting you with chocolate-covered pretzels when your belly is hungry. Um, worship and prayer night, Wednesday, January 20th at 6.30 p.m. Um, I heard it was a really good time. Uh, someone had to stay home and help the kitties, so that was my job. I wasn't able to come the first one. Maybe we'll switch, and you'll stay home this Wednesday, and I'll get to come. We'll see. Um, but I encourage you to come. It's a really good time of worship and prayer. And last but not least, in the lobby are your giving statements. Um, cannot thank you guys enough. We are such a, you guys are such a generous church. It's always been that way for the 30 years that this church has been in operation. Um, Y'all trust God with your finances. And, it's, and it shows. You know, it shows. And uh, we're thankful for that. Um, just personally um, thankful to be part of such a generous church and to have been trained up in such a generous church. I mean, we've been here for 22 of those 30 years. So just thankful for that legacy. Um, but your giving statements are out in the lobby, so don't leave without them. If you haven't gotten it, you can stop and see Janie Johnson. She'll have them. And that's all I have. I have a couple things I just want to share this morning, and we're going to pray over the offering here uh, in a minute. But if Cole, if you could bring up that vision slide for me. Um, you know, we did a, we did a series on <clears throat> vision for our church moving forward. 
What does it look like, the four quadrants within our logo? We talked about Route 90 going across and Route 79 going down. And I was in a discussion with someone, and it was, you know, we, we cast vision sometimes at a high level. And we talk about stuff up here. And what I want to do just for a minute is try to bring kind of the up here to the kind of the day-to-day and what's going on. If you, and I'm doing it right after announcements because you just heard a lot of things that we're talking about what we're doing. Well, if you look around the outside of the circle, well, one reaching one, reaching a million souls for Jesus in Northwest Pennsylvania. That's what we're doing. But prayer, participation, and partnership. And we have these worship nights on Wednesday nights where we are just dedicating our time to prayer. Uh, Sydney partnered with Erie First this week and doing Sounds of Freedom worship night on Friday, on Friday evening. We are partnering with the City Mission. If you remember last week, uh, Camille and the team were down at the City Mission. They served 120 people food who are desperately needy and hungry and shared the gospel message to them. So I'm, what I'm trying to do is bring it from this way out here down to here. And the lost saved, you know, they, we witness every day down in the city mission when they go down there. We're seeing the sick healed. Come to Paul's group tonight. You've got ailments and pains and aches and pains. God is a healing God, amen? We've got testimony after testimony. Actually, Crystal, where's Crystal at? Crystal, she gave a testimony to me uh, at the break saying last week she came in with back pain. Back pain, it's been there for a long time. Every time she'd, you know, when you, you know when you sway a little bit when you sing during worship? There was pain, there was pain, and we just had people raise their hand last week. If you had any pain, and put your hand on that area and let God do the healing work. Well, she said, as soon as we prayed that prayer, pain, gone. This week, no pain, in Jesus' name. So God is a healing God. So we are seeing the lost saved, we're seeing the sick healed, and lives being transformed. The youth nights, the way we plan youth nights, uh, I know they're only once a month right now, but we just, we're all about equipping those youth with Bible knowledge and understanding how to pray, how to worship, and we're equipping them so that their life can be transformed. And you talk about families thriving, this, when we gather together, when we, when we greet each other, talk about families that are meeting together in groups and in homes and they're meeting together. So I want to do just a little bit each week, I'll probably just say a few things about our vision because I want to keep that in the fr- on the forefront of our minds, that the things you see, the announcements that you hear that we're doing, they tie somewhere on that vision graphic. Everything we do ties to that vision graphic and how we're doing it. Any- anything new that we launch will tie to that vision graphic. Amen, to see these things happen. Let's pray over our tithes and offerings this morning. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you are an amazing, wonderful generous, loving, good God. And Father, you truly are worthy of it all, worthy of all of our praise, worthy of all of our devotion. And Father, we just put both feet in. We're jumping in, Father. Have your way in our hearts, in our lives, in our ministries. And we thank you, Father, that you are truly the equipper, equipping us to do the great works and plans you have for us. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, open your Bibles to 1 John in the second chapter. Probably not going to get very far into this this morning. We've been walking through uh, 1 John. You know, the good thing about walking through a book of the Bible is as the pastor, I always know what's next. 
What are we going to preach on? It's pretty easy. What's the next passage of Scripture that we need to tackle, that we need to get into? The tough part is, is there are some things that are in there that we don't like to talk about. We like to avoid. We like to pick out the Scriptures that say, ooh, I like this one, and I like this one. I like 1 John 1. I don't like 1 John 2 quite as much because it challenges me on things that I don't necessarily want to be challenged with. But before we get there, I just want to mention a few things from our reading this week. I just felt this week uh, a couple of things jumped out at me, kind of the weekend review from our Bible reading, is we need to declare life. We need to declare life. And actually, Chris was talking about that too. Like, you know, I, I am not going to receive this at this moment. I am declaring my healing. I am declaring the thing. Now, this isn't a name it and claim it. This is declaring the word of God over our lives to stand on the promises of God because his word stands. His promises stand. And I'm not saying, I'm, well, I'm going to have a million dollars. Well, I can't find that necessarily in the word of God. It says my cup will runneth over. So I'm not going to start declaring a million dollars, but what I will declare is that my cup runneth over. What I will declare is that I have the healing that God has intended for me. And then I will declare according to his will what he has in store for us. So I just encourage you this week, continue to declare the word of God over your life. To continue to declare the word of God over your families, over your loved ones. Because the word says it will not return void. Pretty sure it's sharper than a two-edged sword, which means it's not coming back void. It means it is going to penetrate that which needs penetrated. There's a story about Martha and Mary in Luke chapter 10. And it says in verse 40, well, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It starts in 38 and goes through. But in verse uh, 39, let's just read that. I don't have that scripture up, so just listen to me here. And she had a sister called Mary, this is talking about Martha, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. We're in this time of fasting, of abiding in him. And Mary chose to abide in him. She sat at his feet. Now granted, she knew there was stuff that had to be done. There was stuff that's going on. And we know there's stuff going on in our world right now, do we not? But if our eyes are focused on all the things out there, we lose sight of Jesus. We lose sight of abiding in him. And we lose sight of the promises that he has for us in our lives. It says, verse 40, but Martha was distracted. I'm sorry, guys. I'm struggling this week to stay off of the news and what's happening, what's going on. I'm like successful like every other day because I want to know what's going to happen. What's going to happen? What's going to happen on Wednesday? What's going to happen before Wednesday? There's this stuff. What's martial law? What's, I mean, what's actually going to happen? I don't know. But I cannot keep my eyes focused on those things. I cannot look at those things. I cannot fill myself up with those things because all those things do is mess with my joy and mess with my peace. And so my goal this week, inauguration or whatever, my goal this week is going to be focused on Jesus and on his word and on abiding in him day in and day out. I don't want to be distracted. 
Then the other thing I want to share with you this morning is that God almost spoke to me audibly this morning. And I love when he does that. He just said the word contentment. 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 It's like, okay, I got it. I heard you. He said, look up that scripture. Where is that at? And it's 1 Timothy 6, verse 6. It says, now godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness with contentment is great gain. And I think, I don't know if you're like me, but my personality is a lot of times I'm never content. Right? I mean, I grew up working at GE, and we had process improvements. Six Sigma, make it better. Continuous improvement, always improve, always make it better. Things can always get better. Processes can be changed. You can do better here. You can be a better husband. You can be a better father. You, we can, all of us feel this pressure. I don't know, maybe it's just me. Anybody else feel some pressure sometimes of this thought that we have to continuously strive to get better and better and better? But what the Word of God is saying here is godliness. The power of God on the inside of us is what that godliness is talking about. That godliness, if we can rest in that godliness with contentment, what happens? Great gain. The things that we don't have to strive for become naturally happening in our lives with great gain when we rest in his presence, in his godliness, with contentment. So church, my word for you this, this week is contentment. Content, I don't know what's going to happen, but let us be content in him, in his promises, and resting in his word and what he has for us. Amen? Amen. Okay, First John Chapter 2. We left off in verse 7. I'm just probably going to read verse 7. Then maybe a little bit of 8. And we might end there. You'll have to come back next week for the rest of it. It says, brethren. I do have this up, I think. Yeah, brethren. I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. So I started asking, what, what is, what's John talking about here? What is this command from the beginning? Well, we know that the word was God, and the word was with God, and he was from the beginning. We know that Jesus was from the beginning. We also know that God's people had commands, had laws from the beginning. We know that Moses got some laws on those tablets that he had to go back up and get again. And I've heard Pastor Jim teach this before. He says, unless Jesus specifically did away with one of those commandments, they still hold true in the New Testament. And so I looked up the Ten Commandments. I mean, I didn't even watch the movie this year. Normally we watch, you know, we watch the Ten Commandments, so it was around Easter time. Did we watch it at Easter? I don't think we did. But the Ten Commandments, do we even know what they are? Do we remember what they are? Let me just read them to you real quick. Because as I read them, I realized I can't keep all of these. I cannot keep all of these all the time. No matter how much trying we do, 
We cannot keep all of these all the time. Put no other gods before me. Okay, just like, okay, oh for one sometimes, right? I mean, there's things in our life that we place before God, whether we want to admit it or not. Don't make any idols. Don't make any idols. I believe the church in general has idolized someone who is currently the president of the United States of America. We have idolized someone other than Jesus Christ. I'm not saying us. I'm not saying our church. This is happening right in front of our eyes. We are violating as a church the Ten Commandments. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. I was okay on that one this week. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. How many of you had a Sabbath day this week? He doesn't tell us these things just so he can hear himself talk. God gives us these commands, and when he doesn't do away with these commands, so that we can have rest in our life. He wants us to have rest in our life. He wants us to orchestrate these things in our life and to keep them in front of us. Honor thy father and mother. Yeah, ooh, right? Have I called mom today? (laughs) Don't murder. Like, oh, I'm good on this one. Are you? Life and death are, are where? Where's life and death? In the power of the tongue. Have we murdered anybody this week? Reflecting back on my week, I know I've said some things about certain people that maybe I shouldn't have said, and I have to repent for those. Like, ooh, what do he say? What do he say about? I'm going to tell you that. Don't commit adultery. Oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't have an affair or anything like that. It's not only talking about that. How about in your heart? How about with your eyes? I'm not talking just to the men, but mostly to you. How many of us this week And how many of us keep it secret? You cannot keep these things a secret. The Bible says we have to confess our sins one to another lest we be healed. Don't steal. Don't steal. Well, I didn't steal anything today. I mean, I got caught stealing one time. Oof. We got time for this story? Oh, man. I was a young boy. Young boy, it was at a department store. I don't think I've ever told this story. And I thought it would be really a good idea to, I like champion clothing. And a couple of buddies of mine, I don't know how old I was, I couldn't drive, so I was a, te- a young teenager. And I decided to go in the dressing room with multiple items of clothing. Mm-hmm. Y'all know where this is going. And I tried some things on, and then I put my clothing back on over top of some of the clothing that was the store's ownership. And I'll tell you what, I walked out of that store thinking I was high and mighty. (laughs) And then that police officer says, excuse me, son. 
he, are you talking to me? <laughs> right? You ever have one of those moments, you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Can you come with me for a second? And I knew it. I knew it. And they let me go by the grace of God, and they didn't write me up or whatever. But, man, they had to call my parents. <laughs> and Dad had to come pick me up. And he was loving. If he's watching, he was loving and gracious. And, of course, I had to apologize and go to the store manager and all that stuff. But I'm not talking about, where did I go off on that tangent? I'm not talking about just that stealing. Are you stealing time from God? Are you stealing finances from God? Don't bear false witness. Don't covet. Man, with social media, this is hard. This is hard. Ooh, look at that ministry. Ooh, look at that house. Look at those skinny jeans. Those are good. That guy looks good in those skinny jeans. Somebody say, no, 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 no. <laughs> but don't covet. Don't spend your time looking at other things, wishing you had them. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness with contentment is great gain. So verse 8 says this. Again, a new commandment I write to you. Which thing is true in him? And in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Church, you cannot do these without Jesus. It is only because of him we are able to keep the commandments. And it's only because of him that when we break the commandments, we can restore relationship back with God. Because of the light that is on the inside. Because of Jesus Christ, him and him alone. Worship team, if you want to come back up here. Wasn't expecting to give such a, <laughs> a tough message this morning. I thought I was going to go in a different direction. But I want to read that verse again. Again, a new commandment I write to you. Which thing is true in him and in you. Abiding in him. How do we do it? We talked about it last week. Spending time with him. Reading his word. Knowing his voice. Obeying his commands. And the measure of how we are abiding in him can be clearly seen in our lives. What gets measured gets done. Are you walking in peace? Well, you can when we abide in him. The second measure is the words coming out of our mouth. What are we declaring? What are we saying? If you're abiding in him, then it's his words that come out. And when we're abiding in him, only by His grace and His power can we obey His commands. So Father, we thank You for what You've done this morning. We thank You how You've moved in our lives. 
Thank you, Father, for prophetic words, for words of knowledge, for words of wisdom. Father, I thank you for discernment in our lives. Father, my prayer this week is that we don't get wrapped up in what we see going on. But that we commit and submit totally and completely to you. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus, the light in our life, the one who makes it possible when we fail at these commands to have a relationship with you. Father, we thank you for moving and working in our life. And Lord, I believe you were trying to get our attention today and that something truly did break in the spiritual realm. And Father, I thank you for a new sense of freedom, of joy. I thank you, Lord, that we can leave here and that the Spirit of the Lord is with us. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Father, I thank you that you are our healer, our restorer, our sanctifier, and our again-coming king. So for as long as you tarry until your return, we will worship you. And when you return, we will worship you even greater. And Father, we thank you for all that you're doing in your precious name. Amen. Amen. I've got some prayer leaders that are going to come up here. I want to read a benediction over you. Don't forget about youth night tonight and the Luciano group here in the sanctuary. Youth will be downstairs in the youth room. Prayer teams will come up here. If you need prayer for anything at all, healing, Maybe you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And you sat through this, this service and, man, there was a move of God going on. And I need to understand who this Jesus is. The people that are up here can pray for you and pray with you this morning. And I would encourage you, if you haven't started fasting, to ask the Lord, what is it that you have this week for me? Just bow your heads and I want to read this benediction and then we can be dismissed. Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Amen? Amen. Go in peace. We'll see you tonight.